0: It's fucking Friday again. It comes around every week like clockwork, baby. And that's right, I'm here. But I'm here to announce. Pay attention, it's important. Here to announce from henceforth going forward from this day on. Drama will start one hour earlier. 4pm London time. Google that shit. One hour earlier. I'm telling you now. If you're a fan of the show and you watch it live like these people here. It'll be one hour earlier. I know it'll annoy some people, but it does mean that every single show will not be plagued by a lich baby wandering around screaming and crying and doing things that little babies do the nightmares the nightmares will come to the end so it'll be 1 hour earlier one hour all right and one hour really. i know it's gonna screw some people up i apologize i would like it to be at 5 p.m because it's like the official end of the day i have to actually do stuff like an hour afterwards now so it's really irritating because usually this is the end of my week right it's the end of my working week i like chill out and then i go to fucking go and start i do the drama and i finish up and then i go out and i relax and chill but now i'll have to find an extra hour somewhere so it's a pain in the ass for me so i understand that but it will make the show better because i don't have to do things like get up and find out why he's crying and especially when you probably can't hear this most of the time but when he gets home he actually comes to the door and starts banging on it and he knocks like the devil you know like doctor who you will knock four times or whatever the fuck it was it's like that knock it's the crazy knock so i'll be glad to see that goodbye in other news, though, it's a web show tomorrow. Mm. Lots went on in World of Warcraft this week. Lots went on in all sorts of other games this week. All kinds of good swag. In fact, for the first time ever, the most unprepared man in the world, Mr. Ghost, texts me saying he's making notes. Ghosty is making notes. I don't even know what that fucking means. I'm mind blown by the idea that Ghosty is being prepared for a web show. So, God knows. I, I don't know. I don't know. Have mercy on us all for that one because i don't know what we're gonna get out of the ghost notes but it's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine and dandy i'm sure it's gonna be delicious what do i have in store for us today on this wonderfully sunny depending on where you are in the world it's wonderfully sunny for me this gorgeous relaxed beer drinking weather If you're old enough you're old enough this beer drinking weather that just deserves a beer garden which is why my wife's going out tonight with her friends and i'm stuck in babysitting such is life such is life I have prepared for you four stories, which I hope we can get through in an orderly fashion. Some newbie ones, some cute ones, and just generally just really giggly fun. I just felt like having some giggly fun because tomorrow it gets all weird. At the web show, it gets weird. Drama gets weird at the web show. And for those of you who are interested again, the web show last week did not go up because of drama time. That's right. And it's the live audience that did it. All these people, all these names, if you're watching on the YouTubes, you see all these names scrolling past right now? They ruined the web show. In my opinion, they ruined it because they were filthy. Absolutely filthy. All of you guys were filthy at the web show. And I couldn't upload it to YouTube. So, that's what happened there. <laughs> I ain't the shit like I'm protesting the innocence. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. Whoa, wasn't me? Wasn't me, man? Wasn't me. Okay, so we're going to be through Now, like half 50%, that's two, uh, were written by the ladies, two by the boys. <laughs> so, yeah, it's all good. Sorry, not sorry. It was perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need three of you wonderful people to be participants. I need a Tauren Warrior, I need a Troll Druid, Heavy Respect, and a Paladin. Now, this one's. Written by a lady, and it's for the ladies. Okay, it's for the ladies. So a torn warrior who's brownish. We got brownish. We got brownish. Ooh, the mask less less orange. It's like orangey brown. Troll Druid full on Soul Trigger. Just love that name, Soul Trigger. And a Paladin who's rocking the pink. Sunder. Sunder will do, Mr. Sunder will do That's all the names for this, sh- this uh, particular story It's re- All these stories are reasonably short I'll try and balance them so we hit an hour But they are reasonably short Ladies, I know you're out there I love, you know we hit a new high We're at 47% female audience on YouTube 47% It's fucking retarded, that's what that is Fucking retarded, in the gaming world That's retarded, so welcome girls This one's for you, you ready? <laughs> Bridge I love your channel My story is pretty short but it's a good one Trust me it's good juicy drama Good juicy drama I started playing WoW In 2007 2007 But my story really began when I met my Boyfriend Sunder Hi Sunder You He was a great guy At the start And when he moved into my home I really enjoyed his company. The one curious thing about Sunder... ...was that he was beyond obsessed with a video game. And that video game was World of Warcraft. He played it all the time and always told me how great it was and how much he wished that I played too. One day... I decided to take his word that the game would be fun. I made an account and created a Tauren warrior. Now let's stop. Pop the brakes. This lady is making a Torah warrior. Doesn't say female. Doesn't say male. We're going to assume male. Instant hairiness. Balls on the chick. We know what we're talking about. I still remembered sitting there looking at the character select screen with the big enter world button at the bottom. And the badass tauren holding holding her giant mace. Female tauren, hairy bush. Right? We're all clear. Holding her giant mace and looking back at me. I was excited to see what all this fun was about. Okay, a female tauren warrior though. There is literally no excuse for a female tauren. There's none. There's some in my guild. There's no excuse for a female tauren. It's bad. It's so bad. It's incredibly bad. Yeah, Wendy, change it. There's no excuse for a female tauren. There's none at all. It just looks goofy. There's no There's no reason for it. The minute I entered the world, I had no idea what I was doing. Ha, <laughs> fake. <laughs> female tauren, fake story. I had never played an MMO before. And frankly, was completely lost when trying to figure out the simplest of things. But... Sunder, my Sunder, was quick to show me the ropes. After a few weeks of levelling, I found myself improving dramatically and enjoying it heavily. He had made a torrent Shaman that he was levelling with me as an alt and would answer all of my questions along my path to become level 70. When I emerged through the dark portal for the first time into Outland, I felt like I had this game by its ballsack and was ready to conquer the world. I dinged 70 roughly three months from when I started playing. I felt like the best player this game had ever seen. It was shortly after I was invited on my first trip to Karazan. And this is when it changed. As it changed for many of us, because we truly realised how good a raid could be. Karazan, never forget. Never remake. Leave it alone. Leave it alone, Blizz. It was brilliant. Let us remember it that way. Next 25. However, as I had no idea how hard raiding would be, and I quickly realised that the end of levelling is just the beginning. Through the years, I steadily improved as a player and joined several raiding guilds along the way. My tauren warrior remained my main up until the Cataclysm, when I rolled a Troll Druid. I enjoyed her thoroughly and raided often with my guild But one night, one fateful night, ladies and gents Everything took a rather dramatic turn So around 5pm to set the mood All of a sudden my fo- by- my boyfriend's phone buzzed from across the room He was not home Ladies, you're in the audience. I ask you, how often do you check if this, the text message your significant other received? Do you do this? Bzzz Message for you Do you do that? Or do you do this? Bzzz Message for you Ladies Ladies Just asking, just asking honestly Is this you? Is this you? <laughs> just saying the trust is real i trust you but i will check right i trust you i trust you you know we're like that we're, you know we're close you live together you know i invite you into my home i can sleep next to you knowing you won't stab me but you know i'm just just checking just checking just i just like to keep on top of you just like, to, just like to keep on top of things. he got off work much later each day than i did and I was quite surprised that he had forgotten his phone. Motherfucker, be panicking about that all day. <laughs> you know he's like, I haven't got my phone. Ah, because you know what's coming, right? We're all we're all up to speed on this. We're not kids. Left his phone at work. Shittiest day ever. Oh my god, <laughs> like this. all day. He's just pouring sweat. He's like, I can't even ring her. To tell her to, like, not look at my phone and then that'll look really suspicious. What am I going to say? What am I going to say? Oh, don't look at my phone because, um... There's a present coming from Amazon and they, they, like, send you an update to your phone, right? So just don't look at my screen all day if you would be so kind. Alright, fine. Cool. This is the best! (laughs) This is the (laughs) best line ever, by the way. Because she doesn't want to come across. And I get it. You don't want to come across as somebody who's checking up on your boyfriend. So... I need a. She needs a reason in the story for why she checked the phone. <clears throat> I I'll, let me. Get the, I'll put it into the context. Wait. I heard my boyfriend's phone buzz from across the room. He was not home as he got off work much later each day than I did, and I was quite surprised that he had forgotten it. Not wanting it to run out of battery before he got home, I plugged it into the charger by the front door. And it buzzed again where it was plugged in. She didn't want to read the message. She was concerned that his phone might die, despite the fact that he doesn't have it, right? (laughs) So it wouldn't matter in the least. That's what, that's, I'm just worried your phone might die. And then, you know, what will happen then? Who knows? I've never had a phone die in my life. I'm not even sure what happens. It probably, it probably like wipes your phone, right? Or something, I right? You got to keep it on all the time. <laughs> <laughs> As I was plugging the phone in near the door, it buzzed again and it showed the text message on the lock screen. Right? That's how I read it. I had the phone like this. The screen was black. And I was plugging the cable, and it went buzz right in my face. I mean, I what am I supposed to do? Of course, I noticed it. <clears throat> so, what did that message? It's okay that you check the phone. <laughs> it's all right that you check the phone. It's fine. But okay, <clears throat> what did it say? <clears throat> Can't wait to see you tonight, babe. Remember condoms, okay? Question mark. Oh! I like this chick. She's like, booty call, for sure. But you bring the fucking condoms. Deal? 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 I will put out. Guaranteed. I will guaranteed put out. But you're bringing the fucking resources, yeah? You're going to go farming resources. I will be the boss. Deal? Good. Apparently, the writer of said text also found it necessary to include several suggestive emojis. Twitch chat, Enjoy yourselves. I don't know what a suggestive emoji looks like. Sorry, too old. Too old and too... I got kids, man. There's no suggestive emojis. (laughs) I was furious! I unlocked his phone and went through his contacts to make sure it wasn't a wrong number text from this bitch and that he had her as a contact. Sure enough, he did. Sexy babe was what the contact said. Not even her name. I nearly shattered his phone in my hands. This is the best Twitch chat can come up with. <laughs> Just still lot of smiley faces. <laughs> so, oh, thanks, Dreed. I appreciate it, dude. I burst into tears. I couldn't think straight. What am I supposed to do? He lives in my home. I had an idea. A diabolical idea hit my mind and I began to feel nothing but utterly evil and sinister as revenge was on the cards. She's going to get even. Female tauren. Be aware. I remembered something that he loved more than anything. Ashes of Allah. Every Tuesday night I used to help him grind for it. And this is how I would set up my revenge now that's risky man cuz you could be waiting months for that. That's a long game. She's fucking that's evil. That's a long game. And you're obviously not going to be putting out while you know you're waiting for this moment. So this could go on for like 6 months. He's going to notice. He's going to notice 3 weeks. 3 weeks after I found out the cheating dickhead's little secret. The Mount drops i changed the loot master to master loot Before I'd invited him to the party When the bird dropped off Kael'thas I snatched it up quicker than a homeless guy Finding a hundred dollar bill on the ground I said sorry It must have been a mistake And I would trade it to him outside the instance She's just fucking She's already like She's already fucking gut punched him By taking the mount but she's got to fucking drag it. Just that little bit more. Just, ooh, come outside. Walk towards me. Of course I didn't do that. As soon as he walked up to me. I learned the mount. Mounted up. And said goodbye you cheating sex addict dickwad. And flew off my new birdie. While he was still staring at his screen stunned. I threw him out of my house. Where he saw all his things except his computer. Which I bought for him years ago. You bought his computer? Oh my god. Marry me. Marry me though. Like... Marry me though, new computer, so, I mean, But well you kept the computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did keep the computer, except his computer, which I bought for him years ago and was now able to claim as mine. Oh, take backs, takesies backsies. He went berserk, cunt, he used the word, cunt, he screamed at me, tears streaming from his eyes. He was devastated. And I loved every minute that I spent watching him Die inside over this revelation And his little birdie Though I could say this is one of the most terrible acts I've committed on a soul It was arguably one of the most satisfying as well No you were the cunt I replied I Turned and shut the door And then I spammed my mount in trade chat <laughs> At the end Boom Yeah a hard C Follow up to that A hard C Right A hard C To really symbolise the end of the relationship, there's no coming back from that one, to be honest. Now, (laughs) let's have some fun. This one, I love. I love the the amount of guys who turn up to try and find holes in a story. Enjoy yourselves, because this one's titled "My Short but Hard to Believe Drama Story." The names will come up as we go. So, for those of you who didn't hear that, feel free to save me. I apologize. <clears throat> Let's go straight into it. Let's not mess around. <sighs> Hello, Preacher. I prophecy to you. My story starts at the tender age of 11 years old. <laughs> at this time, it was summer. And my parents believed that I still needed... A babysitter. 11 years old? These are the questions I'm asking myself. At what age can I just like abandon shipping my son and just fuck off out for the day? I don't know. 11? My wife seems to think like 18 or something. My cousin was currently looking for a job and so my parents saw a family member as the best possible babysitter. He would come over every morning around 10am and I would patiently wait for his arrival. Once in a while, he would bring his laptop and play a game. One time as he sat and played, I looked over his shoulder to see... The mystical game so strongly gripping his attention I look to see him in a fiery pit of awesomeness An enormous dragon lying in the centre Name the raid Name the raid A fiery pit with a dragon in the centre Name that raid That's all you should need to know He would come over every morning Oh we read that (laughs) Uh, Surrounded by built up mountains which housed three mini drakes I now knew this to be. Uh, uh, Oh, ferbium with the carry, the obsidian sanctum. He was playing with a friend at the time. I still saw bad words to be off limits and to never come out of my mouth. You're eleven, you say. Eleven. Bad words are naughty. Eleven. What country? I'm curious. For real. (laughs) Eleven? Eleven. Okay. He called me closer. That sounds suggestive, right? Mm, Come closer. And I know this to be the... Oh, yeah. (laughs) He was playing with a friend and he called me closer. And as he pointed to the lower left-hand corner of the screen, I saw the chat box fill up with bad words. Such as fuck ass shit and other words imagine what that would do to your mind at that age to see such words at an 11 year old <laughs> 11 and not swearing Pussy. <laughs> he had told me his, he had told his friend that i was near And that I would get a giggle out of it. Oh, kid games. Oh, look at all the dirty words I'm typing in. (laughs) Sometimes when I was a kid, probably about four knowing me, I used to go to the library and try and library search dirty words to see what would come up. (laughs) I was such a badass. I know. Good babysitter. I didn't enjoy it. I did enjoy it, as I say, I did enjoy it, and I enjoyed watching him play the game, all the dazzling moves he would use, the daunting bosses, the words that bosses would say upon pulling, and at health intervals. I had to play it. One day as my family and I strolled around a shopping centre about an hour from my home, I looked at a GameStop window and feasted my eyes upon the vaunted World of Warcraft box. I wanted it. No, I needed it. I brought my father by the hand and pointed it out. He, being the baller he was, went in and bought the game for me. Boom. I won't be like that. I will just be the guy who's like, we've already got it. It was on Steam sale. Noob. I wanted it. <laughs> I immediately ran to my computer, unboxed the discs, and threw them in. I downloaded the rest. Oh, is that when you had to patch it? Made an account, paid my subscription. I was astonished by the login screen. A bony blue drake landed on a ledge. Made my computer screen shake. And roared with ferocity. Oh. Monitor speakers. Monitor speakers. (laughs) How many of you in the chat have got monitor speakers. And now you're all pissed off. (laughs) (laughs) At this moment I knew I was hooked. (laughs) It's a good monitor, son. It's got built-in speakers. (laughs) After stumbling to the character selection screen I gave no consideration to which class or race I would play. I just wanted to get on. I made a known warrior with green hair and pressed enter world. I phased in and was flabbergasted by everything around me. I quickly grabbed the quest and began killing wolves and trogs. Eventually, I made my way to a troll cave in the icy wonderland. I grinded here for three to four days. With no knowledge of the fact that greyed-out mobs did not continue to give me experience, I didn't care! I was a level nine in a cave with level three, four, and fives! I was a man amongst boys! I enjoyed noobishly helping out others kill trolls. Soon enough, I decided it was time to leave this cave. I walked around the map and then found it. Another cave! This game has two caves! Two caves! I fought my way through the cave and it continued on and on. And then I travelled to the next part of the zone. As I travel, I noticed numerous... Dun Oh, I'm going to say it wrong. Dunmoreau is under attack. Messages. I came to Karanos... ...and witnessed at least 50 dead little gnome and dwarf bodies. I turned around only to see a tauren warrior geared to the teeth. Not that it mattered in my case. I attacked him with my sword! And was greeted back to the face... ...by a vicious level 80 blade... Who the fuck is traveling as far as Karanos to gank lobies? You fucking loser. I'm going to call you out on it. You fucking loser. To go all the way there for PV... World PVP, is that what we're calling it now? (laughs) Really? (laughs) You're going all the way there? Fucking loser. Loser. (laughs) So loser. Me, me, me. Yeah, all chats now. I'm there all day. I do it all the time. The chaos ensued. I know people do it. I don't know. There's level 100s who hang around the TBC place on their flying mounts. What the fuck are you doing with your day? For real, dude. The chaos ensued for at least 30 minutes until a level 80 paladin came. The two fought. It was a sight to behold as the paladin wings came out of his back. Can you imagine what that looks like to a newbie, though, for real? That must look fucking crazy, right? This guy's like popping angelic wings out of his back. In the end, the human paladin was victorious. We gathered around him as he mounted up on his grandiose mammoth noob. With what little bravery I had, I mustered up the few words that I could. Can I have one gold? (laughs) Can I have a gold? The human paladin, obliged. He traded me one whole gold and in Slash Say I said thank you. He was instantly swarmed by at least 20 other little gnomes and dwarfs asking for a gold. I quickly ran off and salivated over my shiny gold. I stared at my bags just looking at it. You have to realise one gold was a lot to a level 9. who was vendoring scraps for a couple of pieces of copper. I ran to the inn, repaired my armour and treated myself... To a brand new Grey weapon What a day What a day But that made that guy play WoW forever I guarantee that moment made that guy play WoW forever It's like oh my god This is the best thing in the world I got a new weapon I saw a guy with fucking wings coming out of his back It was the craziest shit (sighs) Fast forward To level 79 Halls of Lightning Which you all should remember you all should remember as it's now something you're doing now (laughs) gotta get that bonus for old coin for that gold (laughs) i never liked questing much so much of my leveling had been done in dungeons i had been running halls of lightning all day in this last particular run of the day when all my guildies all four of them we're getting exhausted and had not one run left in them. I was literally one to two mob kills away from that oh so precious <laughs> level 80. They were all about to log off when I noticed one last pack of untouched mobs that we had skipped. I begged them to stay and kill them. So they did. I dinged level 80. I shouted with glee IRL. I typed ding level 80 and fuck yeah into guild chat numerous times. And not one gratz was given. Oh! Oh, 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 Not one Gratz was given Ah, You will reach level 81 day And you will look upon me Your guilty, And you will ask And you will beg And you will demand That Gratz And I shall fucking deny you And I shall fucking deny you All the guildies that were running with me Had logged off and God's to bed And the rest of the guild I guess Didn't give a fuck I quick- <laughs> To celebrate I quickly began running more dungeons for gear And doing dailies Such as the ones at the Argent tournament for gold I would go out and kill those cultists And ride those horses every fucking day To get some shiny gold There was one quest I couldn't do however One boss daily I could solo it noob, For I had no friends And my guildies Just didn't give a shit before long, I was accepted into a Nax, pug. a Nax pug. I don't even know how I got in. I was the worst fucking warrior you have ever seen. Right after the first Anubarak kill, a sleazy DK linked his deeps meter and bragged about his 6k DPS. I started. Paying attention to more things around the start of ICC I on the other hand was dead last on the damage meter I had managed to score 2k DPS I was ashamed What was worse though Is word got around the server to the point where I was turned down At the mere whisper of DPS here Everywhere I turned, I was belittled. I guess the DK held some power in his guild and was revered on the server and made sure that a noob like me could never get into any runs ever again. No. (laughs) I think there's an emphasis towards the DK in this uh, paragraph. But let me sell. Real super noobs... Don't need help to get re- get remembered and get known. <laughs> they don't. They don't. Now, as the chat points out here, two key two k DPS is enough for Nax. However, this is a time period where at least at least ICC is out, and due to the world of gear score, this was the time when a big problem in WoW and probably still exists today, where you had to out gear content to be allowed into into a Pug to do it. Yeah, so you had like you. Uh, so today would be you had to have an you have to have an item level higher than what the raid drops to get into the pug. Yeah, that was a pretty big thing. That was when it started, and it was really bad. The worst, of course, was asking for people to link the achievement on the day the new Archivon boss came out, and there was a guy who was seriously doing that, and people were laughing at him, and he didn't know why. yeah i'm sure it still exists people are fucking crazy (laughs) so then i'll find another path as a side note before you go on and while you read i know some of this may be hard to believe but take it and believe it as you will some parts of this can be googled and validated for proof even if some of the areas and exploits we are about to discuss are now patched you ready to walk this road with me let's go With raiding off the table and because of my tainted reputation, and PvP not an option because of my general disregard and distaste for it, I had to find something else to sate my World of Warcraft needs. One day, as I clumsily fooled around Stormwind, I found a cute little bug where you could jump onto a ledge, which had just the art and look of a ledge, but no actual physical foundation, and fall through to get under Stormwind. This interested me, and I started to search for exploration videos on youtube to my surprise there's an entire community of these explorers or as we call them now exploiters but we'll get to that later explorers posted videos that were amazing one particular one of a youtube channel piqued my interest if you go onto these youtube channels nowadays you won't find nearly all of the videos he had at one point but the few that are there can give you a gist of what i saw It was an undead priest with the coolest aesthetic gear you've ever seen. I know you probably won't divulge these names, but I wanted to leave them in case you were curious. No, I won't. Back to the story. They showed videos such as getting to a Bengal tiger cave where GMs placed a vendor that sold a unique Bengal tiger mount. It's gone now, but you can Google the cave. They showed videos of getting behind the bars of Stormwind Band, landing atop the IF bank when there were no flying mounts, and getting to Old Ironforge before it was open to everyone in Qatar. He even developed a way to get past the blue walls at the end of every map, which allowed him to get to GM Island. I was at a loss for words. I wanted to do all of the things he was able to do. Where am I? This dog's driving me crazy. <clears throat> we're going to carry on We're going to carry on Okay. <laughs> I wanted to do all the things he was able to do So I made a DK on the realm They were on mm. And began to level At 55 <laughs> And therefore quickly reach 80 To play alongside him Once joining the realm I found out that he had an entire guild of people With the same gold as him there were more than 200 people in the guild dedicated to exploring the corners of wow unseen by anyone else soon i found out the leader of the guild and the mass behind the whole, behind all of this had a secret group comprised of about 5 or 6 of his most trusted and best explorers the group was called rurv this is some abbreviation this was no group that would simply go atop the banks in Ironforge however explore around under stormwind or even break into the little aquarium you see when you take the deep home tram no that was childish and rudimentary to this group this group was much more sophisticated they exploited, they took game mechanics and used them to their advantage I would like to speed you through a couple of their achievements just to allow you to get a gist of what Rorov accomplished They uncovered an invincibility exploit to the point where you could run around untargetable by anyone. This meant that you could roam around the opposing faction cities or even hang around in battlegrounds without dying a single time. They found out how to ride around the huge thousand needle boats on dry land. They figured about how to to have negative stats. Useless but funny. They found out how to fuse players together with one controlling the other and on the whim of the controller. They even found out how to crash retail Blizzard servers. Hardcore shit. I, at this time, had reached 12 years of age and was eager to get into this exalted team. Sounds like you want to join the Power Rangers. (laughs) Sounds like you want to join the Power Rangers. I'm just kidding. I knew, however, that it was very unlikely due to my 12-year-old wits and my inability to talk on vent without without me sounding like a pubescent child. Nevertheless, my goal was set. I joined the exploring guild and began talking in guild chat with my fellow explorers. I very much liked the environment and talk of where each member was and what he was exploring. I myself gained some respect among the lower guildies. As right from the start I had performed a difficult exploit that allowed me to exit the Death Knight starting zone at level 55 before I had done the quests. Yeah. No biggie got out of the DK starting zone what yeah this guy's kind of a big deal up and coming I had leveled up quickly and then sent an email to the revered leader I asked him what I should do first to enter the scene <laughs> bad man you're bad man <laughs> I made small sly insinuations that I was very interested in joining the Rav he said that I needed to acquire ha <laughs> ha Fuck off dude (laughs) In order to join the secret underground Illuminati RAV One must pass the tests The trials The first of these you ask Was to get a pair of the rocket boots extreme they were an engineering item whose schematics had an extremely low drop chance in the Steam Vaults. They provided 320% ground movement speed for 3 seconds or so and were far superior to the rocket boots that could be trained by an engineering trainer and only granted 120% so I spammed trade chat for hours. Looking for them. Finally after, agon- after agonising macro clicks ugh uh, uh. Asking for an engineer with the item One whispered me I quickly bought the materials To make it And tipped the fellow very handsomely As I knew this would allow me to enter The underground I then began exploring And even participating in guild events Where we would explore places (laughs) Today (laughs) Alright guys Guild event Today we're off to I don't know, Stranglethorn Vale and we're going to explore. Alright guys, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get into it. I could get into LARPing more than this, I'm telling you. <laughs> they might have been new or maybe been old but fun places. But before long, I noticed an explorer. And I forget his name. I don't know how, for he was such a crucial part in my exploring days. Let's call him Moonbear. Moonbear was an undead rogue and a very aspiring explorer. Yeah, much like myself. He also, as I would soon come to find, had his heart set on being accepted into the Rav. He also attended all of the guild events. We both grew fond of each other rather quickly. We began exploring together, wall jumping in Searing Gorge, trying to find new and cool areas. Wall jumping, by the way, for all of you who aren't familiar, is a very difficult activity that Blizzard has made increasingly tough over the years. I'm sure you've noticed in your wow years that you can jump against walls here and there and you'll sometimes stick and stand on the corner. If not, complete, if not a completely vertical wall Wall jumping is the art of doing so Upwards of 50 times in a row All the while remembering your steps In case you should fall And must repeat the task from jump one again Soon Moon Bear began helping The grand leader himself Let's give him a name Fanglion. Moonbear <laughs> Moon Bear began helping Fanglion Lion himself With some of his top secret Projects What could they be? Before long, Moonbear became the seventh member of the Rav. I was jelly. Super jelly. I know from Rav's teasers that they released that they hid certain exploits. They released how to do some of them in their non-teaser videos. When they got bored with them or when they were fixed by Blizzard. At the time, I was also angry at Fanglion. Fangrian. For his exploits, for his decreasing care in the more than 200 members of the guild, he began caring almost solely for the ne- members of the Rav. For they were the, gu- the group producing the most important exploits. I told myself I must double my efforts to become noticed. After long, grueling days, weeks, even months of aiding the guild and even aiding Fangline, I was recognized. I was called upon one night to help Fangline with an exploit in which one could be in a flight path while in the passenger seat of a mech engineer's chopper. Secret project, people. When the driver either dismounted or was killed, the player was released and was still in the flying mount and could not be attacked by anything or anyone, thus rendering the player invincible. This was a separate exploit to the invincibility we talked about earlier. Because the exploit has long since been fixed and even released on YouTube, the exploit went something like this, according to the RAV. A player in a chopper stands near a guild bank. The player who wishes to be invincible, opens the guild bank and then spams a macro. The macro requires a guild bank to open for it is a long and complex macro that codes for a player to do extremely quick who will quickly move around the item in the guild bank hundreds of times. This causes an extreme player with a side lag. After this, the player clicks on the complex chatter and the chopper nearby, but it does not hop in due to lag. While he's lagging, he must run to the nearest flight master, click on a random fly point, flight point. When the lag wears off, if the player who seeks invincibility is teleported to the passenger chopper is still in the flight master's mount, I, it works. Fuck, nailed it! Nailed it, son. Now we're cooking. All right. I was up all night doing this exploit with him. For filming it for YouTube. I kept fucking it up. He wanted to get deep into the opposing faction city. To attract attention. To film the opposing faction attacking him. And I was constantly killed at the entrance by guards and players. That night. I made the run from Stranglethorn Vale. Where the exploit occurred. To Stormwind on ground. At least ten times. However. My efforts had paid off. My determination had paid off. As the next morning, I was greeted with an in-game mail asking me to join the raf In-game fucking mail, baby. Yes! Totally worth. Fast forward quite a while and many exploits later, now I was a part of the team. I'm growing tired. And I know that my sentences are running on and slurring, so let's get to the end. It's Kata, and Rav has found an exploit that we termed the Barbershop Exploit. I wonder if... What are we going to name this exploit in the Barbershop? Fuck. It also offered invincibility. Finally. Finally. Another invincibility exploit. We've waited so long for this. We get our laughs and giggles out of it. We make a teaser. And then finally release it in an official. Exploit video on YouTube. As we did at regular intervals. One of the Rav members. I forget who. Decides that we could make an event out of it. We could make a video. Inviting any player. Who thought that they could properly. Execute the exploit to come. We would do the invincibility exploit. And then we would swarm the opposing faction city. They would be overwhelmed. Apparently though, we hadn't removed our names from our video. We had tried to obscure them, but somehow Blizzard had found us. They could, however, see our realm name. And then we were found. Fast forward a few days and it's the day of the event. We have more than a hundred people who show up. Some are dedicated. Exploring guildies such as ourselves. Some are level one to three undead players who saw the vid and came along anyway. Now here comes the kicker. Part of the exploit requires a player to sit in the barbershop chair. Thus the barbershop exploit. I wouldn't fucking believe this if anyone other than myself told me this. GMs literally showed up Unseen by us of course And banned everyone Who was doing the exploit On site The RAV group joined in a Skype call and decided to call Blizzard We were each told individually That the account was closed For abuse of game mechanics The moral of the story If there is one There's one thing that I learned from my long Mostly pleasurable And disconsolately ending journey It's to never pull 2k DPS in nax And be admonished into doing what I did I now occasionally play on Wrath of the Lich King private servers Where I have sworn never to exploit again On a private server? (laughs) What the fuck? Oh well now I'm playing on the illegal server Better not exploit right? What are they going to do? Ban me? (laughs) I now kill the Lich King on normal every week And I'm striving to get him down on heroic Thank you for reading my story preacher I hope you have learned a lesson And I hope you have enjoyed We enjoyed, most definitely <laughs> We enjoyed most definitely <sighs> Alright, let's go a super quick one Fuck's <laughs> Right, let's go super quick I have to uh, be out of here Because my wife is going out Alright <clears> the <throat> title. Fuck Hackers and the Country No offence They're just not for me I don't think hacking's a country. No, let's not do that one. I'm going to do a longer story, but faster. Okay, so try and keep pace. I'm sorry if you're not a native English speaker. You can rewatch because this one's this one's a better story. <coughs> Ready? We're going to go fast. <coughs> Hello preacher, the first and part of this story is my adventures in the world. The second being of how I fucked over my guild and I'll send in another story, let's get started. I started my WoW journey in 2009 as a 12 year old myself. I saved up my two months of pocket swag money to buy the game. As I started WoW for the first time, I was intrigued to find myself staring at a dwarf. It took me 20 minutes to realise there was an enter world button i was excited to see myself in this fascinating world there were wolves and boars wandering the plains of dunmoreau and i was so excited to continue on this great adventure i didn't think there were any other races than dwarf at the time and i once, <laughs> and once i had ex- ex- exited out the tunnel of the starting area i reached caranos wow caranos mentioned twice i was astounded to see a human warrior with complete armor standing on the road outside the local inn i asked him Where did you get that sword from? Being a newbie at the time, I thought to equip your gear, you didn't open your character pane. In fact, all you did was drag your gear down onto your action bar. I completely filled up my action bar with all armour every time I picked it up. (laughs) And waited for this human warrior god to reply. I waited and I waited. When finally, after a couple of minutes or so, he replied with a sudden, Follow me! Follow me. I quickly followed him as he twisted and turned through the blistering cold and snow of the dwarf and gnome starting area. He walked me for half an hour. (laughs) Come with me. Come with me. We're going on a little walk. I walked with him for half an hour. And when I opened my map, then minutes later, realizing he was taking me in circles, I asked him, where are we going? He said, to get you the sword, of course. I eagerly waited as he finally took me to a large cave I peered inside To see what seemed to be a large creature A giant yeti stared back Feasting on bones and meat Probably from a fallen traveller It got me scared and I wondered why this warrior had taken me here He instructed This yeti gives you the sword I thought how can a dead yeti give me a sword I asked him How can this yeti give me a sword when it's dead He didn't reply I said will you help me No, he insisted It is a test of skill So I slowly walked into the cave Shaking, IRL Maximum troll level (laughs) Maximum troll level I remembered I had needed to equip my gear And made sure that I put each and every piece of armour I collected onto my action bars This yeti had a skull Next to his portrait And I was so frightened Looking at my action bar, I pressed charge And the yeti turned with one melee swing I saw a small text come up on my screen saying Release spirit I was confused by what that meant and decided to press the button as I couldn't move my character. After this, I got completely lost in the ghost world and eventually gave up on World of Warcraft. It took me days to start up again. That troll though. <laughs> it's days. He didn't play for days because of that guy. Motherfucker. You see the difference between that and the pally one? Yeah, for real, dude. Once I started up a few a few days later, I eventually looked up online how to get my character back from the spirit world. I came back a small distance away from the Yeti and walked back to the starting area. I also read online about a thing that if I completed quests, I would gain things called levels. I looked at my character and realised I had become level 2 at some point. It got me so excited, but I was confused where the quests to level up were. I made it back to the starting area and started questing. By this time, I had completely forgotten about that human douchebag. I thought to myself, if he was such a good player, why didn't he help me with these things? I left Karnos and was wandering around when I found a huge path leading up to a mountain. I walked slowly but surely up the path to find myself at a huge dwarven statue and a huge gate into the mountain. I was literally shivering with excitement. I walked inside the main, to the main area and trade chat came onto my chat box. It was full of Chinese text and people asking for reports to a place called Dalaran. I ignored this and continued walking around at this time. I was level 12 and wanted to know more about other people, other places. At this point, I was wondering how big this world really was. Because of my potato PC, I would have to turn my graphics down to low and have 20 FPS. Didn't bother me at all. I thought this was how the game was meant to be played. Because of these low settings, I could only look about 10 meters in front of me before seeing fog. I loved Ironforge mainly because I thought it was the only city in the game. There were always tons of people there. Always wanted to talk, and I loved the music and just total immersion. Because I didn't want to level, because every time I left down Ironforge, I missed it so much. Oh, I can't level! I can't level outside of Ironforge! Look how good this place is! I'm just gonna stay here. For my first couple of months playing, I would circle Ironforge and say hello to people. BOOM! Two months! Hello, hello. What the fuck is this guy? Why is he just walking around saying hello? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> At this point, I didn't know much about other classes. I thought the only thing different about me and other peoples were race. So I saw people with demons, and dinosaurs, and pets, and I thought I can't wait to unlock that. Oh. Come here (laughs) One day when I was Doing my rounds of Ironforge I found myself staring at another dwarf Mm. He had two huge axes And fascinating armour I sat there and inspected his armour For quite some time And then I became confused Because the axes he was holding Were two handers But he only had Two hands but he had two axes. I realized this must be because dwarves are badasses and could easily hold these weapons. After a while of me obviously staring at him, he said, what do you want? If you're a gold farmer, fuck off. Ironforge. Forever. <laughs> replied how are you holding two two-handed weapons he linked me titan's grip and ran away i googled titan's grip wowhead said it was a talent i was confused but eventually found it a tab popped up on my screen asking me to choose my specialization i didn't know what this was but i looked at the talent tree that was on wowhead and i chose fury some new abilities came onto my action bar and shit you not preacher seeing all these spells just appear on my bars was the most excited i have ever been in world of warcraft this gave me confidence to venture out of ironforge and onto the tram as i couldn't get titan's grip till level 80 i didn't of course know where this tram went but this brought me to stormwind and as i entered i saw even more people that were in ironforge I thought I had found a new place to queue for dungeons and walk in circles. Yes, new circles, woo! This got me interested and I eventually found my way out of the cities to Goldshire. It was amazing. There were people duelling and constantly tons of people. The forest was beautiful. One day I decided I had had enough and walked along a huge path. At this time I had reached level 17 and wanted to explore more of this fantastic and diverse world. The irony! The irony that this guy loves to explore, right, loves to explore, but, but, queues for dungeons for levels because he doesn't know what else to do. The irony, the ridiculous irony. I came across a place called Red Ridge Mountains. That diversity was amazing. And I quickly found, I quickly walked the nearby town. I didn't bother doing quests there, but instead looked at my map. I remembered when flying from the flightmaster over a large lava type place with dragons and spiders. The burning steps. I walked up the huge path towards this great place. After passing a huge rock on the path. Five orc NBCs ambushed me and I died. I always remember this moment. I had so much rage inside me, and I was so sad that they removed them in the Cataclysm revamp. After walking around this huge rock, I stared at the entrance to the burning steps. There was lava pools to my left and my right. I thought this was the best thing Ever. The gate roared over me as I entered this lava covered environment. I saw huge spiders with fangs that easily scared the shit out of me. I avoided them. I found myself at a road with two huge boulders in the way and an ogre like brutes on either side. I tried to avoid them, but they chased me. I ran as fast as I could, putting so much pressure on my W key. They caught me, and I lay dead in the middle of nowhere. After hearthstoning back to Karanos, I... <laughs> He still to Karanos. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was enough exploring for the moment. I should focus on leveling to get the glorious Titans grip. Becoming a Death Knight. So all the fake naysayers. I, I, I only say this. I'm going to say this once. Okay. I'm going to say this once and never again. These stories are told from years ago. Some details aren't correct. You only need to say you think it's fake once. That's it. Any more than that, I'm literally going to time you out. Because it's irrelevant to the story. It really is. Can we make that grip? Can we make that friends? Can we make friends on that? It's all good that you think it's fake. I don't mind. But let's leave it there. If you want to say it nine, ten times. See, like Alex there. Let's just demonstrate. When I got back to Stormwind, I really wanted to start leveling. I hate being a low level. And because i had only been playing the game for a couple of months, I really wanted to get Titan's grip. Because, of course, Titan Grip equals big dick damage, so I spammed dungeons. I didn't really like questing at all. In fact, it really pissed me off when I charged in and more mobs aggroed onto me. I had learned a lot about the game at this point. Dungeons, battlegrounds, cities, talents, guilds. So I grinded and grinded and i got gotten to level 45. I was tired of it. Leveling was shit. And painful. So it was time to change it up. One day I decided it was time for a new character. On my screen... ...was Death Knight. Hero class. I didn't know what hero class meant, but they looked completely badass. I started to create one. As I pressed enter world, it said go fuck yourself. You need a level 55 on your account. I didn't understand that, but got back on my warrior and was now inspired to reach 55. I hit the milestone and immediately created my DK. When I entered the world, I saw the Lich King. He gave me my first commands. I recognised the Lich King because he was on the box. I was so excited I thought I would serve him and join his undead army. I thought I could literally fight both the Horde and the Alliance as a DK. I levelled up. It said I had reached level 56. Fifty-six. Confused, I realised that's why I needed to be level 55 on my Dwarf Warrior. I continued the questline, it was fantastic. And as I got to the Light's Hope Chapel... With my undead army, I realized that the Lich King had betrayed us. This was a disappointment. But of course I would able to be able to choose what side I would be on eventually. I went to Stormwind with a frown on my face. I didn't want I did want to serve the Lich King. As the storyline goes, people threw apples and other shit at me. The king told me I could be part of the alliance, and it really pissed me off. I wanted to be in the Undead Army. So much so that the couple of weeks that it took me... To get through the DK storyline... Were wasted. And I went back to my warrior. I went back to my warrior so happy with my decision. Fuck DKs I thought. Skipping ahead to level 60. As I ventured through the Dark Portal things got serious did so my warrior. I just wanted Titan Grip so bad i saw this huge demon with a spear type device i avoided him and started leveling in the zone hellfire always had such great skyboxes to it and i always remember staring into the skies i leveled <laughs> fel reaver <laughs> sangamash really put me off leveling at level 62 so i went back to stormwind <laughs> i was sick and tired of leveling and i didn't want to sit in stormwind or iron for much more either the idea popped into my head it was so great And got me to continue playing. I got back onto the tram in Stormwind. Exited Ironforge. My heart was racing and the idea was pumping in my brain. I continued. Back along the path down the mountain. I looked back into the fog of Ironforge. And made my way back to the cave of the Yeti. I wanted my revenge. And this was the time to take it. I looked at the blood-soaked yeti with rage. This monster had killed me months beforehand and I wasn't going to let him have mercy. I charged in and heroic strikes his brains into the ground. I jumped out of my chair. I was so happy. Oh, this monster had given me so much grief in the past. I looted him. No sword. I went to a fair of rage that the warrior was fucking lying from the beginning. I didn't understand what was wrong. I was so confused. I ticketed into GM about it. He told me that this guy has no sword on his loot table. I told him thanks and realised that the warrior god at the start of my wow days had totally and completely fucked me. It got me bad but not compelled enough to continue levelling. I went back to Stormwind where my next story begins. Oh Isn't it? Being a noob is amazing and that's what we should take from the story. Being a noob is amazing. A 12 year old boy running around taking revenge on his yeti. What a good time that is the end of drama for today all right guys i think those are some really enjoyable stories i thought i had a great time and i assume most of you did as well web show is tomorrow It is in 14 hours from now see i did the math you saw it there 14 hours from now for the live audience or 8 p.m gmt if you're in youtube world that's 8 p.m london time all right guys i will see you soon oh is he saying hello Come here, come up, come on, hey, say goodbye till tomorrow, Mm -hmm. Max, Ah. (laughs) he's running off, he's running off, goodbye everybody, have a great weekend wherever you're going to be, bye bye, oh yeah, 26, (laughs) the math, (laughs) 26 hours, all good, bye. Alright, don't let me.